Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the major astrological energies of March 2024. Here we are moving into the third month of the year and I have a quick question for you which is do you remember what your New Year's resolution is? Do you remember what your New Year's intention is? Just asking, just a simple question, because here in the third month of the year, of course, it's good to check in on that and to see how is that going for you, especially because March is the last month that we're going to have all planets direct. We have a Mercury retrograde that will start on April 1st. So this is the last month with all planets moving forward. And this is when eclipse season begins. Yes, March is going to activate more changes, more openings, more shifts. And I'm really excited to talk about these eclipse energies as well in today's show. Now, just a quick programming note that there were no podcasts the week of February 19th, as I shared with you on social media and through my email list. A life happened, being a mom happened, and other things came up that made me laugh because how typical is that for Pisces season to remove things that we've been so diligent about. And I want to say thank you to those of you who reached out, you emailed, you left messages about the podcast. It was so kind and I appreciated your words and support, especially because it's hard for me to not do something I planned on doing. I have Saturn trining my sun, Saturn trining Mercury. Saturn is strong in my chart. So when I don't do something, it is difficult for me to not show up for it. But thank you all for understanding. And onwards we go, onwards we roll here with these energies of March 2024. We're going to have strong Pisces energies unfolding throughout the first three weeks of March. And it's even more of a focus in your life right now because we have Saturn and Neptune both in Pisces. And along comes the sun in Pisces, which highlights what we are focusing in on, how we're using our life force, what we are connecting with on a daily basis that is either giving us energy or perhaps draining our energy. Now, Pisces energy being so strong right now brings up some important energetics to work with as March unfolds. And that's because Pisces is the 12th and final sign of the astrological wheel. It is where all energies culminate. They all gather together. And one thing I've observed about the Pisces energy signature is that if all of those energies are trapped in you, if you're feeling them intensely, if they feel like they're locked in, they're dragging you down, they're spiraling you down, if they're too heavy and burdensome, then your opportunity here is to work with the Pisces flow of opening up to what's above your head, what's above your immediate physical energy field. And that's because Pisces is where we understand the experience of 
transcendence and release, where we understand what it means to allow things to leave and be complete, to energetically set ourselves free. Pisces is symbolized by the two fishes, and you'll see one swimming up and one swimming down. And it's related to as above, so below, as within, so without. It's also related to the dual experiences we have of our human realms and our spiritual realms and how well we can manage the flow between each. And so when that human realm becomes too much, when you feel like a bloated puffer fish that's holding too much, you are meant to release. And Pisces wants you to do so compassionately and mindfully, also with a gracefulness that allows you to be aware of your own humanness. And so there's something here about the Pisces flow of energy that is asking you to look at what are you ready to surrender that perhaps you didn't think you were allowed to. You didn't think it was okay. And I'm feeling this as lifetimes of cellular memories, lifetimes of energetic backup that you had to carry something, you had to hold on to it or embody it. You felt like you were doing this out of the goodness of something. And this is where we can be unaware of what we've been holding that is actually a burden. It isn't truly serving us. Instead, it's keeping us in servitude. It's transferring our energy and our power outside of us onto something else or something in the past or something that again, maybe you have felt obligated to hold. And I'm feeling that energy because of the Saturn and Pisces influence right now. Yet Saturn is still making a beneficial sextile to Jupiter in Taurus throughout the month of March. And so there's something here that you understand you no longer need to hold or carry. And in fact, you've been able to tune into the wisdom of it you've learned the lesson or you've understood something that you're going to take it forward, but it's filtered. It's like filtering out perhaps 95% and simplifying it into only that 5% that you're going to take forward. And that is the Jupiter and Taurus wisdom of what you really need, what really is worth your energy and has a rightful place in your higher knowledge bank. It's sort of like, yes, I'm taking this and all the rest of this gets thrown away. And that's part of how Saturn and Pisces can serve us is that it provides that filtering out of excess and wants you to understand that you actually need less than you thought. You can get by with less than you thought you could because you're only taking the top tier qualities with you. So this could be a month that you find yourself beautifully filtering. You're also closing out these deeper soul patterns and imprints that you could feel have finally ended, fizzled out. There's just no more energy. I'm seeing an energy string and it's the end of the line for the string. It just is over. So there's something here that you're feeling as 
a release that could even surprise you, but in a good way. Maybe it's like you dread it, like, oh, I got to take all this stuff to goodwill. I've got to get rid of all these things. And it could feel like a big chore, a big task. And then when you do it, you're like, wow, that was so much easier than I thought. And now I feel so much better on the other side of it. So relief is a signature of this month. As long as you're doing the work, which is always what Saturn requires, but Saturn sextiling Jupiter makes the work easier and flow and it just opens it up in a way that it could feel like it's much smoother than you had anticipated. As March begins, we have the sun, of course, in Pisces, along with Mercury in Pisces. Then we're going to have Venus enter Pisces on March 11th and Mars enter Pisces on March 22nd. So the personal planets are going to be moving through the Pisces areas in your chart, bringing up more to release. And you could think of this as ongoing exfoliation. And the visual I'm getting around this Pisces process are two things. One is that you could feel a sense of radical acceptance. Radical acceptance is where you're just 100% complete and aware of what is. Nothing to change, nothing to alter, nothing to go back and contemplate. It's sort of like your energy comes together in the present moment and you just have a sense of this is what is. That radical acceptance is huge and It actually reminds me of the podcast episode I did for you with the energies of Saturn in Pisces, sextiling Jupiter in Taurus. Yes, still talking about that, which was about acceptance, alignment, ascension. This March is going to not only put you into alignment with new levels of manifestation and directions, but it's going to ascend you out of any karma, unhealed loops, any lessons, anything you were stuck in, as long as you're able to really embrace radical acceptance for yourself at a personal level and a spiritual level. And I'm seeing this as even those two Pisces fishes, maybe you name them. One is named Radical and one is named Acceptance. And they are just flowing and swimming together in the same pond. And they are helping you with anything that you're ready to fully accept about your life, yourself, your journey in order to set you free. And so that's the first thing I'm seeing here is this Radical Acceptance energy. The second thing I'm seeing around the strong Pisces influence of March 2024 is to beautifully use the violet flame of transmutation energy, where anything that's coming up for you that is unresolved, that you have felt you've been holding, again, if you felt like the bloated puffer fish and you're just caring too much, well, there's things that you want to actively and mindfully transmute for yourself in order to lighten your load and set yourself free. Because as we move into airy season, the energies really pick up and there's a lot more change happening as airy season begins on March 19th. And we'll get to that in a moment. But during these Pisces influences, it could feel so much easier 
to be cleaning out any karmic debris, anything that you have even unconsciously trapped yourself in, anything that you need to let yourself off the hook for, any areas of self-forgiveness as well as collective forgiveness. There could also be the need to call in more self-compassion and unconditional love for yourself, for your journey. And I feel this energy opening up because as I'm visualizing this violet flame of transmutation energy, it is very sparkly and alive and it has this vibrancy to it that reminds us of our creation power. Everything is a creation. Everything can be recreated into a new form. And so if you visualize putting some things in this violet flame of transmutation for yourself, wherever that is in your energy body, I tend to think of it in the crown chakra, but you could feel it in your root chakra, in your solar plexus, in your heart chakra, all the chakras. You could have it influenced in any parts of your body as it burns away what you are surrendering. And even when we burn something away and it turns into ashes and those ashes float away, those ashes then become part of the new energetic forms that go out into the cosmos to create something new. And that is what the Pisces wisdom offers us, is that when you are in your spiritual creation power, You can transmute anything. You can evolve it. You can see it in a new light. You can move it forward and make something else that's ready to be birthed or come into formation. And the more we're able to do this intentionally right now, not only are we going to feel lighter, but we're also going to be reminded of our power to work with the miracle matrix of energies in the cosmos, which is that anything is possible. Anything can come about. It has to have an energetic fit, though. It has to be of the same frequency. And so as you release things in a mindfulness manner, you're going to sense that you've evolved, that you've really shifted and you've changed. And I feel too, Like when that happens, spirit, the universe, your angels, your guides, whatever terminology you use, they give us a moment of pause. There's a void. And so after you've done, let's say, heavy release work, heavy healing work, or anything that's been moving through you or coming up for you, there's a void afterwards that you're just meant to sit in. And the ego can hate it, the mind can hate it, even your body can want to move and be like, I'm ready to go, let's create something next, let's get this going. But the void is a really important place on the journey. The void is where you are now integrating and recalibrating these new energy frequencies. And so it's not truly a void because of course there's energy around you and energy within you, but this is a momentary pause, an intentional pause where you can look and see what you're ready to download and fill up your vessel with next. Like if you were to imagine a water pitcher. 
sitting on the table and it doesn't have water in it. Well, we would say it's empty. Well, technically it's not empty. It's filled with air. So that's sort of the same understanding that even after you've surrendered, you've released, you've poured out one energy or one frequency, you are still sitting in the fullness of energies, but now you're allowing something new to pour into you. And that's really important is to honor that pause, honor that void after this energy that's been transmuted or after you've surrendered. So keep in mind that you could feel that a few times in March. You could feel like, oh, here I am sitting in the void again, or here I am an open vessel of pure potential. That's a beautiful, powerful place to be. And it has more significance in March as the sun journeys through the degrees of Pisces, and will not only be activating Pisces consciousness, but will also have a conjunction to Neptune in Pisces on March 17th. This occurs at 27 degrees. And this is often a slowdown. This could be a day of surrender where you want to do less. This could be a day where you're more tired and you're feeling those Pisces downloads even more. So we do have big Pisces energy here in March. Now in my Wednesday podcast, I go through these energies more precisely. This show is just an overview of the themes and that's why I'm not going through all of the transiting aspects of the month because honestly, there's a lot in March and so I'll be breaking it down weekly in the Wednesday show. Now, in addition to the strong Pisces energies that we're moving through, we are doing a lot of soul work in the higher realms. And so you could certainly be feeling this come alive in more of your dreams and meditations, even more downloads coming through that are much clearer in their imagery or powerful in what you're hearing and sensing. I'm feeling this month we have very strong connections between our crown chakra and our third eye chakras where you get those downloads and there's, you just see something. You're just seeing it. And you don't know where to place it. You don't know where to put it. Keep in mind, it could be coming from various timelines. It could be coming from a future timeline that is coexisting at this time that isn't in full alignment with your present reality. It could be coming from another dimension. It could be coming from another time and place in your soul's history. But all these energy fields are open. And that can be part of the confusion of Pisces energies where you're just feeling so much. And if that's the case, one thing you can always do is bring your hand, both hand, one hands, take your pick, to your heart and tune in to the grounded, pulsing life force of your heart and allow that to be something that gives you clarity, gives you a message, reminds you of what's important, also brings you back into this current timeline that you're in so that you're not overwhelmed by all these other messages or all these other energies that we can feel very sensitive to. Pisces season is a time of heightened sensitivity and that's a lot in our current modern lives because we're surrounded by so much stimuli. And what we need 
are grounded ways of tuning into what's essential, which is something only you can do for yourself. But I always look at the wisdom of nature as I know many of you do as well, and how nature has this enduring life force that guides us, shows us how to deal with the different seasons of life, not only the different seasons of the year, how to be adaptable, how to flow, how to be aware of the current environments and what we're moving through, what sustains us, what serves us, and what is essential. So trust whatever is correct for you this month as we will need more intentional grounding and we will need ways to simplify the energies to keep us in the present moment. Now, as I mentioned, March is the beginning of eclipse season. An eclipse season actually begins with the Pisces new moon. Now, the Pisces new moon is not an eclipse. It is occurring at 20 degrees of Pisces. But it is the new moon that starts the energy cycle that leads to the Libra full moon lunar eclipse on March 25th. And that occurs at five degrees, seven minutes of Libra. So you have to understand that our first eclipse is a full moon lunar eclipse. But the energy cycle starts with the Pisces new moon on March 10th. It is a new moon widely conjunct Neptune with a sextile to Uranus in Taurus. And this is a new moon that is opening you up to some visions, realizations, and new areas of your own consciousness that could feel like very big downloads, very insightful understandings of more of your soul journey. It's interesting because I'm feeling this energy as being very off planet, as being very much above the earth's atmosphere. And it feels like it's up in, I'm hearing the 22nd chakra, it's up high in our consciousness. And that's how much we are expanding at this time because of so much energy that's been cleared. And I'm seeing this spiral of energy moving from primal base level consciousness, which would be the individual root chakra, spiraling all the way up to the 22nd chakra. And just trust wherever your visualization goes with that, wherever that is, whatever that looks like. Um, But it's feels like we are reaching higher. Our energy has cleared so much. There has been a lot of karma released, a lot of density released. It allows the energy to spiral up higher, like it's not as clogged. It's not held down or trapped. It feels like it's been opened up. And this could have been a process that you're only realizing in hindsight. Like you look back and be like, oh, that was a step. Oh, that was an experience. Oh, that set me free. All these things that opened you up to going higher in your energy, that's how I'm feeling this particular Pisces new moon, which begins eclipse season. And then we have the first eclipse, the Libra lunar eclipse occurring on March 25th at 3 a.m. Eastern time that brings more to your awareness through the Libra 
themes of the other, being able to see the other side of a story, the other side of the coin, an objective understanding that you weren't previously aware of that can show you an unconscious pattern or habit in connections and give you more to contemplate that helps you make some radical changes and shifts. Now, this particular Libra lunar eclipse is working favorably with Pluto in Aquarius as Pluto is at one degree, 45 minutes of Aquarius supporting the sun in Aries at five degrees, seven minutes and trining the moon in Libra at five degrees, seven minutes. This is a big deal. And I'll be doing a separate podcast for you diving more into the Libra lunar eclipse. This is a significant change in relationship values. This is allowing something brand new to manifest that you've been conceptualizing, focusing in on. I see it as something being grounded into reality that maybe you thought was just a vision, just a dream, just a giant what if. But this is a turning of the energies. And here we have Pluto trining the moon, which excavates the fears, excavates the blocks in what you were afraid to look at, what you were afraid to understand. And here we have Pluto supporting evolutionary growth in relationships, in partnerships, in cooperation. But keep in mind that for all the ways we discuss Libra energies as the other, you are the other. You are your first and primary relationship with yourself. So this looks at those deeper seated understandings of what it means to be in relationship with yourself, what parts of yourself you haven't seen objectively before, you didn't acknowledge, you didn't know were operating in the background. Well, Pluto comes through to unearth it so that you can have more balanced relationships first internally and then externally. So this is going to shift and change those connections in perhaps a very well-deserved way, perhaps in a way you've been waiting for, but that you couldn't have arrived at any sooner, simply because Pluto trining the moon in an eclipse is going to bring up even more in your lineage. It brings up more through both the maternal and paternal lineages, what you were taught, the examples you were given around healthy dynamics, healthy sharing, and whether that was healthy or not. It brings up more about what you truly want and desire in those connections, because isn't that what we all want? We all want the best top tier relationships in all areas of our life. And in Libra, it's the one-on-one interactions. Now, something that I found quite fascinating here is that I took a look at the Sabian symbol for this Libra lunar eclipse. And with the Sabian symbols, as many of you know, they start at one and go to 30. And even though the zodiac wheel begins at zero degrees, the Sabian symbols begin at one degree. And so we always round up. And it's my understanding that we always round up because the sun, especially, and the moon always move forward. They never move retrograde. And so we have the energy of forward movement built into understanding how to interpret Sabian symbols. Now, for this particular full moon lunar eclipse, 
it would then coincide with six degrees of Libra. And the phrase for this degree point is, a man watches his ideals taking a concrete form before his inner vision. A man watches his ideals taking a concrete form before his inner vision. And I found this to be so amazingly accurate with the trine from Pluto in Aquarius. So this is where what you've been thinking about can come to fruition if it's in alignment with what you are embodying, with what you've been working on internally around your own inner relational dynamics and what you've also been visualizing that you want to experience next in those connections, in those communications, because Libra is how we interact, how we talk, how we have conversations, what we even talk about. And all of this feels like an elevation, an elevation of those parts of ourselves that are deeply evolving, especially after Pisces season. So what we're moving into here are some significant new chapters in our own energy. This supports new connections, new friendships, new tribe members, um, new things that you want to experience in the world and who you want to share it with. It's quite a social energy as well. So this particular Libra lunar eclipse is one of the biggest energetic hallmarks of March 2024. But of course, it comes after Pisces season. So the more we're able to honor the Pisces process of surrendering in order to go higher, the more we're going to really enjoy what eclipse season brings about. Now, another big shift that happens every March is, of course, the sun entering Aries. And this year, that occurs on March 19th at 8.06 p.m. Eastern Time. And with the equinox here, what we have is a new beginning point. And as the sun enters Aries, it is also International Astrology Day and a point of pure new creation. The sperm hits the egg. A new conception, a new life force is seated, and a whole new beginning is underway. It's the beginning of the new zodiac journey through all 360 degrees of the wheel. And it is a time to be highly intentional with what you want to start. This can be a powerful day for a vision board, from writing down manifestations. Look at where you have zero degrees of Aries in your chart. This is where throughout your life, the energy has supported you in new beginnings, where you have felt perhaps that push to do something new. And maybe it's impulsive and impatient. Depending on your chart and your energy, this is where you could start a lot of things that never go anywhere, that never gain traction. But it's where that life force is felt for something that you're ready to initiate. And this year, it's extra powerful because right after the sun enters Aries, it is going to have a sextile to Pluto in Aquarius at one degree, 41 minutes 
on March 21st. So from March 19th until March 21st, the energy is quite potent here for what you want to create and put action behind, what you want to move towards. And because this is occurring right before the Libra lunar eclipse. This is a powerful portal here. This is where you could have some big renovations. You're just ready for a new start. You're ready for something to come in and be recreated. Maybe there's something in yourself in your life that you're just ready to revamp. This is encouraging action-oriented energy. It's very motivating, very inspired, and it signals where you're ready to do something different, different for the first time in your life. You could feel like you're a new person or that there's something big that is calling to you that has your name on it. Keep in mind, as with all things astrology, this is going to be working with you more personally if you have planets or points that are being activated by these transiting energies. So between zero and two degrees, of the fire signs, zero to two degrees of Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, zero to two degrees of the air signs, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, you're going to feel this energy very powerfully. And you could feel restless, impatient. You don't want to do anything except what you want to do. It's a very independent energy. And because it's happening during this portal of the Aries equinox and during eclipse season, these are big life changes underway. This is something that maybe you thought would never happen and now the universe brings it forward. So we'll talk more about this in my Wednesday podcast episodes, but I just wanted to give you a heads up that during this particular Aries equinox, March 19th through, let's just say through that Libra lunar eclipse on March 25th, big change is in the air. And we're going to see it collectively as well as individually. We're also going to be feeling it as new parts of ourselves coming alive, new parts of ourselves waking up. And this could be some significant spiritual awakenings that many people are undergoing especially as they have ascended through the Pisces energies, ascended beyond previous karmic loops or cycles, move through some intense lessons or healing themes, things that only you would know about, right? They're quite personal, but there's things here that are going to open up for you to validate how far you've come, to validate that the universe sees you. Oh my gosh, I just felt a lot of energy around that. The universe sees you. The universe knows what you've been working on, moving through, even your deeper commitments to get through something. The universe knows. And it's almost like the energy can be so internal at times and can feel so alone. And then it blasts open and you have some sudden changes that affirm what you've been privately or quietly shifting. And the universe knows where you've been committed to your growth and wants to give you reassurance, validation, confirmation that you're on the right path and that there's things you can only move through so quickly 
or so slowly. There's a pace to some of these experiences, only things you can take in certain doses or measurements. And we talk a lot about manifestation in a way that we can expect it to happen overnight or right away. And sometimes that happens, sure. And sometimes it doesn't. But if it doesn't happen right away, that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It's just on a different timeline for whatever reasons that actually serve you better. So I feel like after we move through this Aries Equinox portal, you could be surprised at how quickly things shift and change, at how fast something shows up or breaks through, because the Aries energy wants to move at a faster speed, wants to get there, has an impatience (laughs) to get there even. But you could be surprised at how quickly something is right there waiting for you because the universe knows and it has your name on it. And part of Aries season is that we're going to not only continue throughout March to have Chiron conjunct the North Node is also revealing what you have to leave behind, what you have to acknowledge that you've completed and you've healed so that the new start can happen. And part of this with Chiron is being gentle with yourself, being accepting of yourself, and also seeing what has been strengthened in your sense of self. Because the Aries energies want you to feel good about who you are. Even when the Chiron energies are the wounded, vulnerable parts that can feel difficult to strengthen, this is sending you on a new path because of the healing you've done, which has dramatically shifted your frequency in some capacity. And that's part of how Chiron works. Chiron unravels. In Aries, it unravels the old sense of self. It unravels an overactive or false ego. It unravels the emotions that aren't serving you because they're immature. So it can unravel the anger, the impatience, any of the childlike antics or behaviors that you don't need. And as that Chiron energy unravels, there's a rawness that emerges. And that rawness can be so beautiful in its purity because it's a bit like finding a brand new quartz crystal in the mud and you're like, what is this here? And you blast off the dirt and the grime and the sand and it reveals something that exists in this pure, untouched form. So know that Chiron conjunct the North Node continues throughout March is part of this rebirth, is part of this newness that is very raw and pristine. And there's something really beautiful about that. So love that in yourself. Wherever that rawness is showing up, it's meant to be beautifully held. It feels it feels quite precious, which isn't a word we would normally associate with Aries, but it's precious because it's new. It's been rebirthed and it's also going to be strongly activated with the April 8th solar eclipse that occurs at 19 degrees of Aries. So we'll get to that later. We'll talk about that when we look at April energies. But there's something about March where we need to go easy on ourselves, stay mindful of your own radical acceptance practice, whether that is adopting 
your two goldfish that you name radical and acceptance or whatever that looks like for you, there's something here that is a very special spiritual awakening, spiritual rebirth, something in your ascension journey that is going to serve you very well for the long term if you can also stay mindful of what is precious, raw, and perhaps even tender and sensitive right now. It's very much like holding a newborn baby and all of a sudden the baby is here. I remember that when I gave birth to my son and when I held him for the first time, it's like, where did you come from? (laughs) Because it didn't matter, right? That he was in my womb for nearly 10 months. It was like when you hold him for the first time, it's like, oh my goodness, this is real. There's something about that where you could feel that there's been a creation process, something that's been germinating. And then when it arrives, it's just a whole new experience than what you anticipated or thought. I'm feeling like some of you are going to have some powerful new life beginnings in March and April. And also in April is when we're going to have the sun in Aries interact with the north node in Aries for the first time. And I mean for the first time since the nodal axis shifted in July 2023. So you could feel like this makes sense why it's taken a while for some things to show up or come through because when the sun is conjunct the north node in Aries, it's going to support those energetic connections even more. So be sure and look at where the north node in Aries is moving in your chart because that is where these powerful fresh starts are happening for you more personally. And you can check it out in my online program, which discusses the nodes of fate in Aries and Libra, what is opening up for you, as well as what's ending, what is clearing out and closing down in connections, communications, relationships in those Libra areas of your chart. Uh, Be sure and bring your chart to this course so that you can follow along and see what is being highlighted for you and what has your name on it because the north node hasn't been in aries for about 19 years so this is a new 19 year cycle that you're starting and the more intentionally we can do so the more it's going to be in alignment with what is fated for us in this lifetime so i'll put the link to that program below this podcast And I'll be back on Wednesday to talk more specifically about the astrological transits for the first week in March. We will look at the energies that begin March, as well as more of what Pisces season is bringing up for us to further integrate and embody. As always, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast episode. You can find all of my current programs and courses over at mollymccord.online if you want to dive deeper into your astrology chart, if you want to learn more about your energy signature, or anything that is astrologically unfolding for you right now. Wishing you a beautiful journey through the powerful month of March. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new podcast episode, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Take good care, and I'll see you back here shortly.